Hello everybody, and welcome to a special belated Christmas and New Year edition of Nonsense Cast. So hello everyone, Happy New Year, and belated Merry Christmas. Yes. Hope you all had a lovely time out there, wherever you was doing and wherever you was, as did we. And uh, we had a nice time, didn't we? Yeah. We kind of, we, we went to, um, we went to Corey's aunties for Christmas Day, which was lovely. But the oh, rest yes. of the time, we kind of did nothing, didn't we? Yeah, I just sat around, played stuff. Played stuff, watched stuff. We played a lot of board games. Yeah. Um, we, we, it ended up the, the, the out and out winner of Christmas board gameage was the simplest one of all, wasn't it? Boggle. Yeah. Can't beat a bit of Boggle. I mean... Remy House was good, but Boggle. But Boggle's just simple. Boggle takes the win. It's it's like that game that we used to play though, isn't it? Um, what was it? Words with friends or something like that? No, because that's like Scrabble. It was like word blitz. Word blitz, yeah, that kind of thing. Who do, who do we? Who do we actually get Boggle from? I have absolutely no idea. Where did you buy it? <laughs> I think it may have just appeared like a divine, a divine gift from somewhere. Yeah. You must play Boggle. Got it. But yeah, we've played Boggle every day since. Yeah. Except for love. And also it's really quick, so you don't have to spend your entire life doing it. Like Game of Life or... Uh, hey, what's Game that? of Life's good. Or Monop- Monopoly. No, Monopoly's not good. Or what's the one we used to play in the van? The, the one with the... You, you buy... Oh, it's not bad. You buy hay and stuff. Oh, it's not bad. And veggies. It's like Go Green. Go Green, that was it. I quite like that one. It's not bad. We must we must still have that somewhere because we took it out of the van. Yeah. Um. In other news, I got a tattoo yesterday, so I'm still in pain. You did. I got a I got an addition to my um, cartoon leg, which is a mixture of well, at the moment it's only really been Adventure Time. Oh no, that's a lie actually, because there's a bit of Gravity Falls on there because of um, Waddles, Waddles the pig with a with a whistle up its bam bam. Um, and now I have a, a nice fresh ice king, which is very white, and white does not tend to hold very well with me, so we'll see how that goes. Oh. So, yes, as, as per usual, you can find us on the socials and all that. If you ever want to leave us a message, which still to this day, after six years, maybe, nobody has. Don't think they're around, no. <laughs> although, yeah. although, big shout out to Kev, uh, Kev McCann, because... I was just scrolling through my Instagram feed, ah. and I just seen my picture on there, and it said, "My favorite podcast." Uh, listening to my favorite podcast on the way to work, and I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. awesome!" I think that's probably the first reach out we've ever had from anyone. Yeah, it's usually just I me mean, listening to it and then falling asleep, or family <laughs> members. But but thank you for that, Kev. Much appreciated. It's nice to know that some people listen. Um. And so will we kick off with what is your what's been your best things of twenty two? Best things of twenty two. Yeah, could be anything. Well, mostly I've I've criticized. Well, <laughs> League of Legends is known as the absolute bane of all of gaming community, uh, because people who play it are absolute no lives. So we all make fun of it for years, and yeah. then what did you call them? No lives. Yeah, like basements. It's actually me. <laughs> but, so we all made fun of it for years, and then one day I thought, you know, I'm just going to try it, because you shouldn't do something. 
And I did, and I've been playing, and I've played it for an accumulation of 500 hours for the past month. That's because you've not been to bed. It's very good. You went to school yesterday and you, you look like a, you, 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 you look so confused about what was going on that you had to actually go to school. Well, I haven't had to go to school for a bit. I don't know, it's been about two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was good. Actually, I think I think my favourite thing of all of 2022 has got to be cheese. Cheese? Yeah, Just cheese. in general, cheese. Just, just a lot of cheese. You just had... Your so found love of cheese. So much cheese. You've had, you've had a found love of cheese and movies. You've gotten back into your movies. Uh, which, did we, when, which, which did we, we go to Lanzarote this year? Yeah, we went to Lanzarote and Harris. I've got, uh, Lanzarote uh, Lewis. was amazing. Harris... I don't think Harris compares to Lanzarote, but it was, it was very good. <coughs> I was thinking the same thing, because I've put them both down, because you can't really compare them as holidays. They're so like, polar opposite to each other. Harris was amazing, but it's... I mean, the house in Harris was... The housing situation was a lot nicer in the fact that the house is amazing. No, it was lovely. And there was a lot of very nice food, and it was just amazingly kept. But, well, that... Uh, well, it was... Uh, Hotel in Lanzarote. Yeah, you can't. Uh, everybody's was, looking after you. You're not looking after yourself. Yeah. You don't have to drive everywhere. You're kind of nice and free. Like, yeah, there's a massive there. free buffet. There's a pool, which, looking back, I mean, it's good that it's not heated, but I kind of wish it was. It would be I don't know why, just something about the. the what, what, what did the temperature set? About 20, it's just like, 22 to 25. It's nice that it's nice and refreshing. But if you want to be refreshing, just walk a, like half an hour and just go to the beach. That's true. So I would have much rather had it heated, to be fair. But apart from that, I'm fine. I think that was the only slight downfall with that was that it was just that bit further away from the beach. But still, it was no, it was no biggie because you after because after that buffer, you need to get out and have a walk. Yeah, the walk, the walk there was great because whenever I went on the walk, we'd usually end up finding a convenience store on the way there, and then I'd walk in and then I'd get chips ahoy. So I'm happy. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. You're quite obsessed with this year. Chips ahoy, that the chance chips. So good. But Bad. apart from that, I think. Well, it's mostly also the weather. It's more. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. Uh, you can't wa- you can't wipe that weather. And well, we um, it was just kind of nice in the middle, because as I told you before, yeah. I used to go to back in the day with all the lads and all that going on the lads' holidays. Um, we used to go to Spain, and when I was traveling, we was in the south of France, um. And Holland in midsummer, which was just so so hot, you can't do anything, you can't move, you can't breathe, you can't sleep, <laughs> and it's it's too much. So that kind of between twenty two and twenty seven of Lanzarote was just it's just nice. It's not too much, but if you want to lie there in the sun, it's perfectly nice. But if you if you uh, you can sleep perfectly well at night, it was actually quite cool at night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was very. Cool at night, actually. It was a lot better than I thought. I slept perfectly. And, and also, but that certainly helps if, if, you've, the, if you've bought a six-year-old bottle of rum that you have a nip of in the evenings. Yeah, the, the slight snag was that we, we ended up... Well, you get free drinks. Yes. So I'd end up going, getting a bunch of slashes, <laughs> and then sitting and playing my amazing little mobile game because I found a really good one that we played all throughout the holiday. And and you was watching Breaking Bad. And I was watching Breaking Bad at the time. Yes. Your I think I finished it when I got back, but when I was there, I watched the best episode of all time. So, which is called Face Off. Face Off. Yeah. 
Actually, we're, we're going to watch that tonight. Oh, that's a, that's a good point, yeah. But the, the thing about going down and getting the slushies was, was that kids disco on at all times. <laughs> and the songs, all the songs are just normal, typical Spanish songs. But there's this one, this one, the one that drives you crazy the most that you cannot find because it's, like, German or Polish or something. <laughs> And it's stupid. I don't know why, in retrospect, whether something annoyed me that much, I didn't just hold up Shazam. You was actually you was you was actually considering asking me if you could just fly to Lanzarote for a day just to find out what it was. I, bothering you I was much. thinking, can we just go back to the same hotel and I can just find it? But then <laughs> I went onto Spotify one day and just looked up Lanzarote mini disco. And there's a playlist in there right there. I don't I don't know how because I'd looked at so many mini discos. Just, just because it was bothering me that much. You but, watched like compilations of mini discos for hours. That was painful. On <laughs> that was seriously YouTube. painful. If it was only Spanish mini disco that you were watching, though. you got all these young pretty idiots, all uh, dancing along to the songs. And I mean, you know, kids entertainers shouldn't really ever go, but but still, it was so so annoying. See, look, you you look up, look up mini disco, mini disco time. There it is straight away. Uh, it's not the same version, but... What, a Ram Sam Sam? Yeah, that's the song. I thought a Ram Sam Sam was the other one. That's, uh, I thought we'd Sam already Sam found it, Ram uh, Sam Sam. Sam. Uh, yeah, let's let's forget about that until yeah. we go back uh, in about three months. We'll have to deal with it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if we're lucky enough and uh, things stay the way they are and it's not too covid and stuff, hopefully we will be going back. Anyway, should, yeah. we, should we? Oh, I know. I have another. I have another question before we dive into the movies. It's already been ten minutes. Well, that's all right. We've got plenty of time. And um, what are your goals for twenty twenty three? Do you have any? I would like to eat better because I'm fat. And you're would, not in the slightest fat. And I would like to hit a good rank in league. We 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 all agreed that after we'd been to Lanzarote, we had all eaten too much. And we all sorted ourselves out. You lost weight. I lost weight. I've been me and your mum have been going to the gym ever since. And but it's we've just had Christmas, so obviously we've been a bit over the top. Um, yeah. But now we're gonna. Well, it's my birthday this weekend, um, and after that we are going to be uh, raining it in until we go to Lanzarote, and then we'll uh, we'll all we'll all yeah. be ripped. You see, I said two things that directly contradict each other because I want to eat better and be fitter, yet I want to be a higher rank in the league. Which so, involves sitting. Which involves nothing for 10 hours increments at some point. I think I've I not really thought about my... Um... I've, actually, I've already played three games of the league this morning and I won them all, surprisingly. I'm, nice. I'm very good at league for my rank. Well, no, for my... Well, actually, my rank is nothing. The season just about... started, but still... Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to uh, lose weight, eat better, um, drink less, stop smoking, which I should have done a while ago. I'm going to crack my knuckle. Okay. And um, nice. <laughs> Always nice to hear a knuckly crack on a podcast. Yes. Um, and just generally be healthier because this this birthday is forty eight, and I yeah. have to be healthier. Simple as that. So I'm going to. Um, so, aside from that, oh yes, I'm going to finish my book. Yes, finish I've, your book. I've got publish a new. It. Guess a lot of money. I, I would love that to be true. I still, I still don't believe for a second it's good enough for that kind of thing. But, 
But regardless, I'm going to finish it. So I can always say, even if I don't end up writing another book, which I think I will, um, at least I can say I did one. Whether, yes. or not, whether or not anything happens with it or not. But of course the ideal is Netflix come knocking at my door. Although, and you see when when Netflix go and pitch something to someone, I'm pretty sure they don't come and knock on your door. But still, they probably I, do. I, 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 would like, I would like it if they did. Send again a big Netflix call. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy who just stands there. Yeah. He, he presses the bell and it goes, dum. <laughs> I don't But to far from that, what did you get for Christmas? Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut. Um, what did I get for Christmas? I got I got Matthew Perry's book from you, which I'm in the middle of. It's yes. really good, but by God, it's depressing. <laughs> he's um makes sense. He's such a he's such an iconic character actor, but oh, to read into his life of addiction, um, it's 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 not a fun read. Let's put it that way. It's nice when he yeah. kind of goes back to his childhood and that, but he was he was the same even before he was drinking and doing drugs and things in his childhood he still spent the entire time just depressed really badly depressed and the only way the only way he could kind of manifest it was by making sure nobody knew he was depressed by being the the clown all the time which is why he ended up uh, getting the job as Chandler yeah which he nearly didn't get but I'm, I'm sure you've seen this already because at the time when Friends was pitched and they'd found all the other actors they were still looking for Chandler and he went along and he said, I am Chandler. I don't even need to act in this. That is me. Um, but they said, um, you're, you're already filming something called, um, oh, what was it? LAX 2056 or something like this, where he's a futuristic baggage handler. And, <laughs> And it was terrible. I mean, I've seen clips of it. It was horrendous. And he knew it was horrendous. The people that made it knew it was horrendous, but they wouldn't let him go. So a couple of other people uh, read for Chandler, and one of them, who was one of his friends, got the part. And then the LAX thing was cancelled. And the friend who went for, went for the part as uh, Chandler decided to go for another program that was coming out at the same time called more than friends bizarrely ah. and so he went on to this other one which was a complete flop chandler ended up going into the one of the biggest shows of all time yeah robert's your father's brother actually robert's my friend yes yes so i got i got a book from you um i got uh what's it called uh, a hue lighting system I will take that I got a Hue lighting system. You got a Hue lighting system? <laughs> well, the, the, both of them are in this room. It's just you have to set them to colours. Mine syncs to again. I know, you it's know. just it, it unfortunately won't sync to our TV apart from um, if you're playing Spotify. It'll play with the music. It just It's just not backing lighting for movies or gaming, which was it, the in intention. You know, you know what I do? I set my I set my light to whatever theme character I'm playing on League. Nice. Well, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it works for one of us. It's. I mean, it's still. It's still. It's still good, and we will f fix it eventually. But it's. It's. Uh, it's not your mum's fault. It was very. It was very thoughtful of your mum to get it. For yeah. me. It's just unfortunate that it doesn't link to our TV. But I'm sure there'll be some kind of updates or something at some point that will make it work. Yeah. Aside from that, I think it was just more clothes and bits and bobs. 
Mine, mine was just games. Uh, I did get also a book, which was very good, actually. Oh, the set of books that you were yeah. reading. That's good. I'm just glad you're reading again a wee bit. Uh, I got pot noodles. <laughs> you got a yard of pot noodles. Yeah. You got a yard of Jaffa cakes. I got seashells. What was you saying about eating better? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I got hot chocolate. Oh, you got a hot chocolate station. Now yeah. that, that was a different... You're still using it. Yeah, I used it this morning. That was, that was pretty cool, actually. Different hot chocolate for every every day of the year. Although, no, I don't think there was 365. But, <laughs> no, it was like six. Um, but, yeah, you got some, you got some cool things. And, um... Right, should we crack on with our movies, shall we? Really should, yeah. Well, first of all, this is just a kind of blanket one. Crap Christmas movies. Ah. Uh, I think your mum started at the beginning of November this year. She really upped her game. Yeah. So I must have watched probably about 50. And every single one of them was the same. As I'm sure every year when we do a Christmas podcast, I say the same thing, but it's true. Every single one of them Hallmark movies is is a young pretty woman who is quite driven in her job uh she has to do something for her job that takes her to a beautiful part of the country generally a beautiful part in winter where it's very snowy where she meets a man that is extremely annoying and does her head in yet soon to find out that he lost his wife a couple of years ago and actually is really lovely, and she wants to stay, and she forgets her job, and then everything, everybody lives happily ever after in this snowy paradise. That's exactly right. They are all like that, every uh, single just, one of them. I would like to add this year. With a twist. This is in no way a crap Christmas movie, it's just a crap Christmas movie to me. Because, honestly... To me. I just think it's overused now. What? Home Alone. <laughs> Um, I've watched it five (laughs) times in school, three times in the same class. Yeah, I think I think that'll happen. After after watching enough times, you just realise it's 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 an it's a classic. It's just not a very good movie. I think it's a good movie, but it's a good movie to watch. People people watch it at Christmas, not every single year. I think about once every couple of years is accurate because I just find it overused after a couple of times. Although I can see where you're coming from. You did watch it five times this year. So, yeah, we 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 did... Well, we always go we always go for all the Hallmark crap at the beginning. And then we have some new ones that come out here and there. And I think there was a couple of decent new ones that we watched. Spirited. Spirited is in the list. Spirited was very good. Spirited was good. It was a bit too singy for me. But to be fair, they kind of took the, took the rip out of themselves for it. Because every yeah. time he went to open his mouth and start singing, they were like that. Please, please, just stop. And uh, uh, but Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, you, you, can you? You can't go wrong if you got them two in the same room, can you? It was. Uh, it, it was. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was a a, a a a unique twist on Scrooge, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean it was because it was Scrooge was the guy, and it was Marley. Yes. And uh, we watched uh, Die Hard. Although, yes, a lot of people question its Christmas movie ability, but it's a. Uh, um, Having on Christmas is Christmas, man. It's a, uh, it's it's a, uh, it's an action movie 
that just happens to be Christmas. Is it Christmassy? Not in the slightest. It's nothing but shooting Germans. <laughs> well, it, what good movie doesn't have shooting Germans in it? A lot of them, but like, <laughs> but that's. Well, I think if you'd have said that statement late in the forties and fifties, okay. But I think we can leave the Germans alone now. It's been a while. <laughs> um, so we watched all the usuals, like Christmas with the Cranks. Ah, I should say that. What good action movie? A good action movie. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be yeah. shit in Germans. Um, there's Christmas with the Cranks, um, Home Alone, of course, um, the Albert Finney version of Scrooge, which I cry to every year, and every year I just go, right, I can't possibly cry at this again, and then sit there I, going... <laughs> I do realise, I don't think I've cried at a movie in about ten years. In that case... I haven't cried to a the, movie, a TV show. In that, Ten years. In that case, one of the one of the next uh, one of the next movies I, I shall have you watch is The Green Mile. And if you don't cry at that, I'm going to put you in a hospital. I've seen The Green Mile. Did you cry at it? No. What is wrong with you? I find it hard. I know it's a movie. I know, but can you not get that invested? And just watch the movie. I know, but if you get that invested in somebody's life and something happens to them, how how can you not? But then again, I never used to really be a crier at movies until you were born. Uh, when you have a child, something happens inside you where you just turn into an emotional fudge. Ah, oh, yes, a big emotional fudge. I don't know where the word fudge came from, but it sounded right at the time. I don't. There's something, something in you. Of course, it's worse for a woman because, uh, um, because they're dealing with the hormone imbalance from having a child. But that doesn't work for a guy because I've not carried you. Um, so it's a bit stupid, but I've heard it said so many times from different people and on uh, podcasts and stuff as well that uh, there's something that just happens to a guy when you when you have a child. You just you can put anything on. You can, you can put on something like Modern Family and you should sit there having a laugh and you're bleating your eyes out over something. And you're like, why why am I crying? There's no reason for me crying right now. But you can't help it. You will find out one day. So one day you shall go back to this podcast and go, bloody hell, he was right. There's one of three things you can, that can happen. What? You can have a good dad, dead leaves, you can have an abusive dad. That's all of the ones I know of. Because I've got a lot of friends that don't have dads. I've got a lot of friends that have abusive dads. That's not good that you got friends that have abusive dads. Uh, you know, Ricky? Yeah. I've been hearing some very harrowing stories about most of his childhood, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it out on a podcast. Yeah. But that's, that's he, did, he did tell me a lot of very sad stories, and then proceeded, and then I asked him for for a pen. I picked around, and grabbed it with his ass cheeks, and then handed it to me. Okie dokie. Um, <laughs> He's a strange man. So yes. Ever feel like there's something you shouldn't have asked? <laughs> um. So where were we down? Yes. Um. Oh, this is a uh, this is a pickle. Um, what's one called? The demonic Christmas tree. <laughs> now, your mum absolutely loved this. It was just uh, if you've ever seen Zombievers, it's like on that level of bad, uh, utterly comedic. Really, there's no way you could possibly it, it, a a guy who was a satanist um, killed a bunch of people, and then. Uh, and then he was he was shot, but his partner brings him back to life. Um, but instead of putting him in this body, uh, he comes back in a Christmas tree, and 
and starts going around to kill people. But <laughs> it it just goes from bad to worse, and the acting is horrendous. There's no storyline whatsoever. No. And uh, there's one point where the Christmas tree is in the middle of a road, and um, and it stops this car, and the people are like, why is there a tree in the middle of the road? And they get out, and then the tree kills them. But then the tree gets in the car and drives off. <laughs> You're a tree. You're a tree. You see, if if if, if you're gonna kill people, I can understand you can get your you can get your trunk and beat them to death, or try and stab them a wee bit with your uh, uh, <laughs> with branches, or smash them over the head with your baubles. <laughs> but um, I don't think you can get in a car and drive off. Oh, it was utterly ridiculous. Yeah, you'll use a lot of branches. <laughs> little branches. <laughs> yeah. Um. I was doing big gestures on this podcast and then just remember nobody can see it. I, know, I always do that. Uh, we watched Love Actually, which I'm not a big fan of. You, you, you used to like it's it. It's pretty good. Um, uh, we watched it and realised that it's extremely sexist and fattest. I uh, think that's... Which I think is common knowledge now, oh. but it's um, the amount of times that people call... Um, Sorry, Lead actress that used to be in EastEnders. Oh, the um, one that goes out of the Prime Minister? Yes. Right, got it. Um, Corey will have the specifics in in the speed of a second. <laughs> or, or the speed of our internet, I should say. Yes, exactly. It will... Uh, it'll, uh, why is she not there as the lead actress? Martine McCutcheon. Yeah. yeah, she had she had a she had a short career in music. She did she did a song called um, "Perfect Moment." It's kind of lovey dovey, but it was a good song. Uh, anyway, the amount of times people call her fat in that film is ridiculous, and she is anything but fat. She's she's extraordinarily uh, attractive anyway, so it wouldn't matter if she was anyway. But she's not in any way fat. She gets called fat about five times in it. Yeah. And um, you got to say, what's his face? Um, um, Bill. Bad day for remembering, isn't it? Bill Nye. That sounds good. <laughs> Not that one. Um, Bill Nye, as the kind of old rock star, is just tremendous. He's, he's just good in anything he does, though. And. Um, whoa, what's the other? Oh, yes. Um, Rick Grimes off of Walking Dead. Andrew Lincoln. When he professes his love at the door to his best friend's girl, best friend's wife, it's just creepy as hell. It really is. Why? First, first of all, if you did that, you're not a good friend. And secondly, he was sat right behind the door. What happened if he'd have answered the door? And what happened if he'd have come to the door while he's holding up all these stupid billboards? Yeah. Tis a joke, I tell thee. Tis a joke. Um. Anyway, yes, we watched that. Oh, what do I, oh, we've already done plebs. You've not, have you, have you watched plebs yet? No. Oh, um, I think a, I've, if I wanted to watch the movie, I'd have to re-watch the series. There's I nothing to watch on. I, I don't think you would, because it's, it, it's, uh, there's nothing you really, really don't want remember, to remember. Anything. But we, we Seems used like to love plebs. Watch it anyway. And, um, um, it's kind of like a short plebs movie to finish off the franchise, um, called Plebs Soldiers of Rome. And they accidentally end up kind of joining the Roman army, and none of them are any good at it, uh, apart from as it turns out, um, what's his name, the small one, 
at Grumio. Uh, Grumio is just tremendous. It, it it might as well be the Grumio film because it's just Grumio being Grumio all the way through it. Oh, he's absolutely. And at one point, when he's at war, uh, he meets one of the other soldiers and have a guess who it is. Oh, all right, then, Lord. <laughs> just till they could get it in there. He was only in it for two minutes. <laughs> I've only ever seen Leonard. No, not Leonard. I've only ever seen Grimmy in one other thing. In anything that I've ever watched. I still don't think I've ever seen him in anything, although I do know Fresh Meat. He was in Fresh Meat for like a second. He looks so different just as a normal dude. Really? It yeah. doesn't at all. Never I've seen him. He looks... Like Grimmy. Like Grimmy. <laughs> I yeah. suppose he did have a crazy bulk cut, though. But, uh, uh, yeah... Um, it's well worth a watch. If you liked Plebs, uh, it's it's a good one to finish it off. Um, the other day, for the first time, and this surprised me, your mum's been telling me to watch it for years and just somehow I never have Dances with Wolves. I think it was kind of kicked off by the fact that we'd been watching um, Yellowstone, which is still... It's, uh, I have a love and hate relationship with Yellowstone. as I think I already covered that on the last podcast, so I'm not going to go further into it, but... Um, I definitely think it's uh, it's one of the reasons that Kevin Costner decided to do Yellowstone because it had that, uh, it's got the side story about um, Native Americans, which Dances with Wolves is all about. And um, Dances with Wolves, the ordinary cut is two hours 50. I've got a, I've got a cut on my phone, on my, um, let's call it my special app. Um, that is four hours 20 long. <laughs> four hours 20. Jesus. The only problem was, was that there was no subtitles with it, so uh, we couldn't watch the longer version. But then again, that might be a blessing in disguise because four hours 20 minutes. But it is a tremendous film. It even holds up now. It really does. There's probably some uh, cultural anomalies here and there that weren't correct. But it, it strikes me that they did a very good job of it. And it's uh, Kevin Costner was really good back then. Even though he's, I've always found him a bit of a a little bit of a wooden actor. He doesn't have too many emotions. I don't think I've ever seen him play happy in anything. Um, but, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. I'm not going But Dances with Wolves is really good. He, he has got a massive, massive body of work with the um, Yellowstone, the Bodyguard, Dances with Wolves. I think he, he was in a baseball one, was it Field of Dreams, which is seen as a really good movie, but I haven't seen that one either. He did loads back in the day, Costner. He, um, I think his career was took a big hit when he he uh, he was the star in a film called Waterworld that was meant to be the biggest film of all time, and unfortunately it was the biggest flop of all time. It was horrendous. No, I've not seen him in anything. But but yeah, Ever. he's been in it. He's been in a lot of stuff. But that's kind of out of your time scale. It's not. He he was big in the eighties and nineties, uh, late eighties probably. And um, what else have we got? I'll just do this one, and then the last two are all yours. Um, an American pickle. Your mum popped this on last what? week, and I thought it looked really weird. It was Seth Rogen as a kind of okay. old Jewish Russian fella who he fell into a vat of pickles, right, just bear with me, he fell into a vat of pickles at his work, and because of the brine, he ended up pickled for 100 years. And then somebody found him, brought him back to life, and um, 
and then he had to live in the new world, which completely and utterly freaked him out. Uh, but he only had one living relative who was like a younger Seth Rogen. So it was Seth Rogen playing against Seth Rogen. And it started off, they were both really chuffed that they had family and stuff, but then they started growing apart and realising that they were very, very different because he didn't like the fact that the young Seth Rogen was Jewish but didn't actually follow through. He wasn't He wasn't practising. And then uh, the old the old one from the past... Um, became a TikTok sensation from selling pickles, and then from that he w- ended up going into uh, going into politics, and uh, it was ju- it was ridiculous. But I think it was a it was a bit of a take on how uh, no no offense to my American friends, but um, it was a bit bit of a take on how quickly people can rise to fame and how quickly they can go down again i think it was a bit yeah. of a, it was a bit of a look at how can somebody like not 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 just trump but boris johnson people like boris johnson and trump how can they even get into office because the world is that ridiculous that some people will vote for him that was the i think that was the kind of that was the overall message i think of the film and that Absolutely. people can be cancelled as quickly as the uh, as quickly as they can be the hero one minute zero the next that was the because I thought it was just a stupid ridiculous film and actually it did end up having having a half decent um, a half decent uh, thing yeah yeah um, well, so American pickle American pickle oh, American pickle <laughs> I, I think I think I have to yeah <laughs> you just know when it's, we we, uh, we always get, always get the name at some point I shall just write it down. American Pickle. <laughs> there we go. Sorted. At least the it's not menu. Bo- oh, the menu. I, I'll let you do this one because I, I watched menu. it, but it's... The menu. Uh, the menu. What was it about? What was the premise? Well, it was, in fact, about a menu, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Starts, there's a lot of people... Uh, Famous people or people with a lot of money going onto a private boat to get to a private island where there's a private chef and a private... There's a lot of private things. Lots of privatage. They take them into a place that got all this good food, some beef, some lobster. Actually, beef is aged for exactly 152 days. It was aged for 153, and then the bacteria would go up your spine and probably rupture everything in your body. Rain boy strikes again. <laughs> no. I did do that. What was the name, was the name of the island? I don't think they said. Yeah, they, they did. Did they? Yep. I know the name of the restaurant. I don't know the name of the island. What was the name of the restaurant? Hawthorne. That was the name of the island, too. It's called Hawthorne. Yeah, it's Hawthorne Island. <laughs> so, they go into this big <laughs> restaurant, only for the fancy. Some sort of... I don't... He the seemed fancy. like I'd seen him in a movie before. Tyler. Tyler? Uh, Tyler is... Um, I didn't he's, know. He's, he's the guy who I always call the about a boy boy. He's, he originally started off as a uh, uh, in a film with Hugh Grant when he was about 10 years old called About a Boy. Um, he has done loads since. He's turned into a brilliant actor. And he, he was very He was good. in Jack the Giant Slayer. And um, what else was he in? Nicholas Hilt. Oh, Nicholas Holt, that's it, yeah. He's a, he's a very, very good actor now. And he, you would never know he isn't American when you see him, uh, when you see him in Max, something. X-Men. Oh, I was an X-Men as well, yeah. yeah. I don't exactly know what Crossing Swords is, but... 
That's a, isn't that when two people pee? <laughs> but yeah, he is, a, he is a very good actor. Watership Down. Oh, the newer one. Deadpool 2. It seems as if I've never seen him in anything, but it looks as if I've seen him in something. You do know him, though. You do know him. He's, um, he's, he's, a, he's a good actor, anyway, but he, oh, he plays an annoying, really annoying guy. I'm, I'm not overly sure yes. still why... Well, no, I can't go too far into it. Uh, well, let's just say, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the entire film, so if you yeah. do wish to watch the menu, it's, it's just fast review. forward five we, minutes. Uh, it's a review. We talk about the entire film and its contents, so just... That's this uh, this entire podcast is just a spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah. I've just ruined. I've, ju- I've just movies. ruined an American people for anyone who wants to. So, <laughs> shut up. Right. They go to this island and he brings he brings this girl, who is. Uh, oh, you think his girlfriend? Oh, well, you think it's his girlfriend, but it's just somebody they brought. So it is his girlfriend as of now. She's a hooker. It was yeah. She's supposed to bring someone from before. Sorry, a working lady. But then they died. So, yes. Then you got your girlfriend brought her to the thing. He's he's he just comes off as some guy who's completely obsessed with food. Yes. Goes around and talks to all the chefs about what they're making and stuff. Acting I, like he's cool. I think his thing actually, the uh, after watching it, uh, after watching it a second time, um, his obsession isn't just the food thing. He's more obsessed with him. He's obsessed. He's with obsessed with chefs, Lord. Yeah. Because Which I can't believe I remember. The thing is, he knows that he's gonna die when he goes there. Yes, that's why he brings the girl. Later. He brings the girl because he knew that it would, he was told that it would be the best experience of his entire life, and he was told that it would die. Yeah, but he was ha- he was happy to he's, he was happy to bring somebody else and let them die just for his pleasures, which was which because he meant he deserved to die. And then started to go on uh, bread. They had they ate the concept of bread. <laughs> no, it was a breadless. Uh, it was the breadless bread dish. Yeah, it's the concept of the breadless bread, bread there, course. But there's no bread there. It was just three. Minuscule dip type things. Yeah, little paddles. And a bit. All the other people. All the other people in the restaurant are just a holes, aren't they? And the first dish, in fact, was like just. <laughs> what? It was just like a sculpture of the land, but I just kept the sounds going because it was funny. Huh? I was wondering what was going on there. Uh, it was. I thought you painted or something. Sort of a sculpture of the land made out of food. Yes. And the third one was it was actually food. It wasn't yet. It was like stuff and then some and then the food critic said that it was split. Oh yes. And then and they, then they, they got very mad, brought a whole bowl of it. And every time they, they kept bringing the bowls and they got bigger and bigger as they brought the bowls to the woman. Who was the um uh, uh who was the uh the lawyer from Ozark? Don't know her actual name. There was there was a guy who, there was a guy that was an actor for like one movie ever. Yeah. He he was a guy from Kickass. He was the bodyguard from Kickass and probably a lot of other things. That's what I know him from. But but his offense was that he ruined Sloic's day off. Sloic had one day off and it was a Sunday, so he went to see his movie and he did not like it. I did not like it. But then the fourth course came out, and the sous chef came out and he said, "Let's." Uh, this man right here has wanted to work with me for years. He's spent his entire life preparing. How has your life been? He said, not good, chef. He says, so this is our sous chef's the mess. Bring out, bring out a big tarp, a bunch of flowers and flowers, stuff all around it. Sacramonial stuff all over it. And then he shoots himself in the head. 
on the cat on the thing. And then everybody starts freaking out a bit. Right, like, ah, no, no, it's just a sh- it's just a it's show. Just, it's off a show. And all while Tyler's just sitting there eating his food. Yeah. He's happy and he knows all this is gonna happen. Not giving us stuff. And then it goes on. And one of the guys tries to escape. Yeah, and then they say, With which hand would you like to handle this? And then it says He says, Let me handle this. Which hand would you like to handle it with, sir? And get out his left hand and just chop off one of his fingers. With a big butcher's knife. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and, and, and so it goes on. And uh, 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 one of the courses is just everybody running off to try and escape. The the next course after that, that was very cool. It brought out a bunch of tortillas with laser printing on them. Oh, yeah. In and fact, it, that was an earlier one. That was before the yeah, show. Yeah, because there was three, three people, like businessmen, that worked yeah. for the company that funded uh, the restaurant. Yeah. And... There was proof of embezzling and stuff. Yeah. So. And theft. theft. And then they actually later on they brought out the guy that, yeah. that funded it to make Slowick free, and they slowly drowned him in the water with big angel wings. With because uh, with, with it was an angel wings. investor, so they brought out angel wings and they drowned him. Yeah. Then they all started to escape. They got they got the woman who was with Tyler to actually before that. They told Tyler to cook something because he was criticising stuff all the time. Shit. Told Tyler to go cook something. And he couldn't do anything. He, he just cooked some. Those carrot, uh, carrot, no leeks. Tyler's crap. <laughs> Tyler's not, crap. <laughs> not, not well cooked lamb shank. Random butter sauce. Nothing good. <laughs> I know that was what the course was called, wasn't it? Tyler's yeah, crap. Yeah, and, and, and then the chef... Whispers them son, and then they tell Margot to go and get the Margot's a girl by the way. They tell her to go and get, I think it's ingredients for the next dish. Yeah. So she goes. Like she sees that the she sees that Tyler just went and hung himself because chef told him. Chef to. told him to hang himself. Therefore he did, because that's how obsessed he was. And then, she went found a found his well she went into his cabin actually and saw that he used to be a burger chef. Called a radio, got a, got Coast Guard to come out and Shit. help. Yeah. And then they actually, they thought they were going to get away because then it, it, the actor asked them for an autograph. Well, no, he asked the actor for an autograph. Yeah. They gave him it and said, help me. Yeah. And then he brought out a gun and told Sloyd to get down. Yeah. Then he just, he just bent over the gun and just lit a candle. So it was just a lighter. It was just a lighter. And uh, he was with them the whole time, so it's quite mad. And uh, then and so was... on and so forth. They all thought they were going to get away, but then she comes back and asks. She goes on a big rant about how none of his food brings any joy. Yeah. And then she asks him for a burger. A proper a burger to go. Cheeseburger. So then it makes him remember about everything. And since since she wasn't on the menu, she doesn't actually have to die. She wasn't meant to be there. Yeah. It's supposed to be someone else with Tyler. But he, 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 uh, she manages to evoke and awake a, an emotion in him from when he used to enjoy cooking. So and, she gets away. And, and it's enough for him to just let her go and then they're on to the final course. But actually, there is a <laughs> there is a theory that she was not let go because the menu couldn't be completed. It, unless she died, he gave her the meat that was 153 days old. 
Oh, if we'd have killed you. She was going to die on the way back. Because then she took that last the burger. Then the entire screen went black. Yeah. So you don't know. But yes, the last course was their heads were doused in chocolate, their marshmallow vests put all around them. <laughs> Do you know how insane this sounds now that we now that we speak about it? And then all of the all of the chefs, all of the cooks and staff members and Slowick all burned themselves and half into the ground with all the other people as s'mores. With all of with the marshmallows toasting around the shoulders yeah. and the chocolate caps melting on their heads and that it, it just kind of went out to music whilst they were all dying. It was a very strange movie. It was very good, but strange. How strange was it on a scale of one to Tusk? <laughs> Five. <laughs> you know, I watched Tusk the other day because you reminded me of it. Did you? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's horrible. You see, you see the guy who does it, Michael um, uh, Michael Thingy. I can't remember his second name, sorry. Um it's so it's so good. He is so evil looking in it. Just the look on his face. He's just he's constant. Oh, this it's anger. So oh, it's a great film. And did you have time to watch Tusk yesterday? No, not yesterday. Over the festive period. Good. Um, okay. Yeah. Last Next last is, one for the film. I watched this two nights ago, and it was the best thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. The best movie I've ever seen. And that's up against Shawshank. That's, that's against readers. Shawshank. Well, Shawshank has now been bumped down to second because of Fight Club. Fight Club. That's a, I, I can't say I, I agree with you on that one, but um, I see where you're coming I from. Just, I just, it was just brilliant. I love movies like that. Uh, it was, a psychological... It was the best thing I've ever seen. Bit of craziness. It's just a guy who has... I was about to say dementia. Uh, amnesia. Hasn't slept for months. Goes to... And then starts going to like support meetings to... Amnesia's losing your memory. Uh, yeah, insomnia. Insomnia, that's it. He has insomnia. He hasn't slept for six months. I know that. And then he goes to support <laughs> groups to cry with people. Yeah. Which of one is Meatloaf? Meatloaf with a pair of man bosoms. Bob, Robert Paulson. Man bosoms. And... I just remember his name. That's a big, that's a big quote. Everyone remembers Big Bob. Big Bob. Bob. Hello. <laughs> And it, and because he can cry, then he can go to sleep. Mm. So he keeps on going back, and then he meets Marla. He's an emotional pirate. He meets Marla, <coughs> singer. Uh, how do you remember these things? I can't even remember the actress's Who, real name. It starts with a H. Helena Bonham Carter. Though. Helena Bonham Carter. So he also needs a letter down him away. He just needs. She is also. She's. Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter. That's the one, yes. Uh, she was very good in it, actually. She's very good uh, in everything. She's a fantastic actress. Yeah. Then he met... He kept on going on airplanes to talk to people. I don't actually remember why. But that's where he met Tyler Durden. Yes. Yeah, well, actually, that's where he met a man. His job was an insurance assessor. Oh, yeah. Also, the spoilers. Go watch this yourself if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you need them. to worry about Fight Club and spoilers. Yeah. Uh, well, for the... For the younger generation that listens, like the two cousins. Yes. Two, co- the two cousins. Don't you watch Fight Club. Don't yet, watch Fight or you'll Club. you'll get us in trouble. Uh, yeah. So he meets a guy on a plane. And... Brad of the Pitticles. Brad of the Pitticles, yes. He, Brad Pitt. And he is a, like, soap seller. 
Yeah, so upset. And then he, his apartment gets blown up. The the narrator, yeah. his apartment gets blown up. By some, it was either an inside job. They said it was a, there was a gas leak. Well, yeah, they said it was an inside job. Afterwards, and all right. Technically, but then he calls, uh, Brad Pitt to go and uh, get drinks with him. Yeah. And they end up just, then when they're outside, he goes, punch me as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And it does. They start fighting, because it's funny. Yeah. Fighting's good in that. They all just love fighting. It, it makes them feel alive. Keeps, keeps on going, it. keeps on going. And people start watching the fight, people start joining, and then they create a fight club. What's the first rule of fight club? Don't think about fight club. You do not talk about Fight Club. What's the second rule about Fight Club? Do not talk about Fight Club. Exactly. <laughs> and he ends up living in this very run-down oh. house with more squatting. It's, it's horrible, that place. I don't even know where they found that place to actually they, use. Just it's disgusting. It. But then they start... Well, yeah. Fight Club starts getting around and then he meets... He meets Bob again. Bob. And he said... I found a new place. I'm not supposed to tell you that. Yeah. And it's Fight Club. So look at my face, Bob. I invented Fight Club. And then it cuts back to his work. He's talking to his boss about how he knows a lot of things about the company, so he should just let him work from home with pay and do nothing. And then... He punches the shit out of himself. Yeah. He punches the shit out of himself. Pardon the language. And he gets... And then he gets, uh, well, he gets the he gets to do nothing for yeah. his job, and just get. And he sits, just runs Fight Club, with Tyler Durden. Yeah. They end up making, well, they make they make soap in the basement, and out of out of actual human fat. What is, what is it they say? It's the it's the it's the biggest joke in Hollywood, that the, uh, the rich women go and have the fat sucked out of the faces and then we sell it back to them for $20 a bar. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention that if for some reason he cuts together pictures of um, a man's phallus in the yeah. middle of movies. For what reason? I have no idea. Also, did it at the end, which really ruined the video. Yeah, that was just, the scene. <laughs> that was just yeah, it was one at the good. end. Bloop. <laughs> but, yeah. It keeps on going and it sort of evolves into just... Well, there's random people standing outside on the porch for hours on end. Yeah. And they say, go away. You're too young. You can't do this. Yeah, and then they just yeah. sit there overnight. And they'll let them in. And then uh, they're all eventually... Jared Leto's there. Yeah, one of the last of which was a very young Jared Leto. He's, he's, for a portion of the movie, is some beautiful guy. His name's Angel Face. Yeah, and then he does not and have then, Angel Face. And then the narrative beats crap out of him. And he is... I don't know exactly what happened to him. He was just his face was just done. I completely destroyed his face. He broke yeah. his cheekbone and his eye socket, and all his teeth were out and everything. And then one day they're in a, then they're in a car. After I actually I forgot to say all the people that got let into the house after just standing out on the porch got, put into Project Mayhem. Yes. A sort of terroristic group. After we find out later, start cousin. Well, they say, you got homework. You need to go and just start a fight with a random person and let them win. Destroy. Which is actually a really funny montage. Yeah. Bob running after people. <laughs> With his bosoms. Destroy a random coffee shop. Mm. And in which, in which when they do later destroy, 
a random coffee shop, a lot of other things happen. Mm. Uh, then they're in a car. They're in a car randomly, and Tyler's at the wheel. He just he just lets it go. He just there's a big truck coming after them, and they ask the narrator how his life's going. He says it's bad. I don't like my life. So Tyler gets him to completely let go of life, and then they're in a big car crash. Mm. Gets out, and then he goes back to that. Well, he is asleep on the mattress in the house because he's been either concussed or something after the car crash. And one day, after Tyler comes to see him, he just leaves. Yeah, that's what Tyler, Tyler is Tyler barely ever seen again. Leaves. And then he just goes around. Uh, Marla comes back and asks... Actually, not the narrator asks Marla when she comes around. Tyler Durden's gone. Tyler Durden's not here. Yeah. And then she leaves. She's sad. She's very confused. And then he finds out that uh, Project Mayhem is a terroristic group that has been started slowly by Tyler. The narrator... So he tries, kind of tries yeah. to stop it and tell people. He tries to stop it, but he can't. But even when, he, even when he goes to the police, they say, don't worry, sir, you said you'd do this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they, they destroy a big coffee shop with a massive monument, which is two and one. And then they got chased by the police, in which Bob Robert Paulson... <laughs> Actually, it's Robert Bob Paulson... <laughs> Was shot in the head. Otherwise known as Meaty Love. Meaty Love is dead. And then just, just, it just, I think it's when everybody that watched the film started to realise, because the terrorist group sort of, he said, the narrator started to go, this is, this is, this is not just a random person. And they say, we have no names in Project Mayhem. Yeah. No, this is Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. His name was Robert Paulson. Then just because he said that, they all go, I think I understand. In Project Mayhem, we don't have a name, but in death, we do. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. They just start chanting that. Yeah, they just, so long. They, they just lie on every word he says. And that's when he just starts to realise he goes around every single state in a week somehow, yeah. just trying to find Tyler. And that's when he gets a call from Marla saying, and they say, to the narrator, Tyler, what are you doing? Like, what did you just call me? Called you Tyler Durden. And then he lies down on his bed. Then he gets up and he sees Tyler in the chair. And Tyler talks to him. Well, Brad Pitt talks to him. And he says, Why do why is everybody why does everybody think that you're me? And Brad Pitt says, Uh you, you figured it out. He says, Because you and me are the same person. I am all the parts of you. you I am all the things you I'm want to be. I'm everything you wish I was. Yeah, that's it. It's... <clears throat> because it was because he had insomnia. He started picturing Tyler Durden. Mm. People people joined the fight club because everybody sees who they want to be, but not a lot of them are uh, crazy enough to actually picture them as a real person. They always see him having drinks with some random person that's not real, fighting himself everywhere. Mm. And he, this entire time, has been the soul of Project Mayhem. He crashed a car on purpose. Punched he made, himself in the face a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he made himself a terrorist organisation leader. 
he learned how to make it soap, but the whole soap thing was the actually just thing making was, nitroglycerin. It was just a, it was just to get bombs. They made soap everywhere in the basement, and it made massive bombs. That, well, who he thought it who he thought was Tyler Durden was planting in eight different buildings of credit, eight different credit card buildings to completely get rid of all the debt on everybody. There would be nobody in them, so they wouldn't die. Yeah. But it would collapse the economy. It was just mayhem, not murder. It was mayhem. So then he goes around and tries to stop it. He tells the police, he tells everyone. But since ev- but since he's Tyler Durden, everybody knows. Yeah. Even the police know. Yeah. The police just know that it's him, so they strap him down and try to cut his balls off. <laughs> because he told him to. Yeah. And he ends up getting away. And then he's in an apartment. He's tied up to a chair by Tyler Durden. Him himself. So when you imagine it, he's just punching himself at that point. Yeah. He's got a gun held up to his own mouth, talking to a random person. Uh, then they're in a parking lot, and it, before that, he was in a parking lot. He did get uh, himself beat out. Yeah. And throw down a bunch of stairs by himself <laughs> because he found the bombs and vans. And then. But then he figures the only way to, uh, the only way to remove. Tyler is to remove himself. I don't exactly see how that happened though, because he shot himself in the cheek and it got rid of Tyler. I know, I know, but he shot himself. He shot himself in the uh, under the chin, but it ricocheted off something and came out of his cheek. Yeah. It's weird because he starts starts blowing the flipping the gun smoke out. It's weird as anything. So then, so then I guess the the memory has thought that he's gotten rid of him, so he's just gone. Now it's only the normal one. The thing I don't get though is the entire time, what did he think that his name was? He just didn't have a name the entire time. Yeah. Because they never, his name was Tyler Durden. Did they, they never actually say his they, name? They never said, it, never he didn't even, have a name. I never even noticed that. He didn't have a name until when they later found out it was Tyler Durden. Uh, he is Jax. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, they, uh, they found, well he got Marla on a bus so that she could go away. Yeah. Apparently it told the people that Marla would be on the bus. Because, <laughs> I don't know. It's very confusing. He, he knows one of it, they're, both, they're both him, so one knows what the other one's always going to do. I guess so, yeah. If you, well, certainly if you got like a kind of... Well, Marla's, that's like schizophrenia. Marla's brought up to the place and it's got sight of all of the buildings. Mm-hmm. And then he tells everybody to go away. And he talks to Marla, everything's going to be okay. And then... Possibly the best thing in all of cinema that I've ever seen happened, in which then all the they just sat there and watched out the windows. All the banks just collapsed. Mm. And a pretty good song played. It's actually my. Uh, What's it's my it's my phone background now. Isn't it? <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so so it's fair to say you liked it then. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you go so into a film on, on this podcast. Played, what, what song was it? Hold on. I got it. Disclaimer, nobody do us for copyright. I think you're alright, as long as you only play like 10 seconds, if you get away with Oh, I can It's a brilliant song for the ending. I don't think we can get in trouble for that. Yeah. So, Who's yeah, going to get us in trouble? That, uh, I don't know. 
Kev. <laughs> um, they just they just slowly play as all the buildings collapse. It's amazing, really. And there ends our section of the movies. Right, so on we move to the televisuals. I'd like to say, as, as amazing as Brad Pitt was in Bike Club, I think. <laughs> what was it? What was the name? Tyler Durden. <laughs> Ed Norton. Edward Norton. It was... He was a lot better, I think. He was brilliant. Like I said to you at the time, Ed Norton is a fantastic actor, and I told you to watch American History History X because not only is he brilliant in it, but it does highlight some horrendous uh, like neo-Nazi racist organisations that still exist to this day, would you believe? Um, mm. But it's, it is a good film. It's actually a really good watch, but Ed Norton is brilliant in it. For some reason... Hollywood fell out of uh, fell out of love with him. I, I was I read stuff whether or not it's true or not. I don't know. It's definitely not because of his acting abilities. He's a great actor, and I think he has started to appear in things again now. But he's um, I think he was notoriously hard to work with. Mm. Well, so I, well, so I was, so I was told. But um, TV, this is a hard one because I've not actually I've watched bits and bobs. But there's one, there, there's one that I will, which which I really, uh, which I absolutely loved. I'll start off with Alice in Borderland season two. I'm sure I spoke about the first series last time, which you didn't yeah. finish. The first series was really good, however completely crazy it was. It makes no sense, and you've got to take it with a pinch of salt because complete fantasy. But the second season so far is just stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, the original characters that were kind of at the end of the last one, there's a few people joined them, and they're starting to go into games now that are so long-winded. I, I said this to you the other day, There was they went into this bunch of crates, uh, there was a bunch of crates that was like a maze, and this really buff, naked guy came up to him to explain the rules of the game. And it took him 20 minutes just to explain the rules of the game. And by the time he'd finished that, I was like, I can't even be bothered watching anymore. So I stopped after all the main people died. I just thought that was a weird gimmick. Yeah. I read the manga. It was bad. So, Just so you know, in case you're wondering about the slippy slappy chop chops, Corey is having hot chocolate with marshmallows. Because he got he got a chocolate station for Christmas, which is awesome. And you talked about it. We talked about it already. <laughs> that was an hour ago. I can't remember an hour ago. <laughs> Yes, so uh, Alice in Borderland, I may pick it up at some point if there's absolutely nothing else to do. There's one that I watched recently, which is a couple of years old, I think, on, um, I think it was on Netflix, called The Drowning. Had a woman in it that I used to like in Corrie and something else, Jill Halfpenny. Um, I think her mum's Jill Fullpenny. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's about her kid, her kid had drowned when he was about six years old or something like that, and then she sees somebody in the street that she is absolutely sure is her son, and he's got the same scar under his eye that her kid had, and she starts to kind of follow him and stalk him and trying to figure out if it is her son. I won't go into any spoilers on that, because it is worth watching, despite there are some massive plot holes in there. Now, that's just probably me being a bit too much of a, a bit too much of a writer now, but it's... Most of the time, I generally wouldn't spot them kind of plot holes. You're a writer. But, I know you're a writer, you. 
But the, there is one particular bit I'll just... I'll go on after this bit. But she's trying to figure out a way to get the kid's DNA so that she can do a secret test to find out for sure. The kid has been in a football match and he got kicked in the nose. The kid's bleeding everywhere. So she, she takes him to her car, gets a wipe, and then wipes all the blood off his nose, throws it in the bin... And then she takes him home where his dad isn't there. So she she goes into the house and she steals his toothbrush to get DNA. She's just white blood from his nose. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> You've got the best DNA possible there. Why would you have to go into his house to get his toothbrush? That's stupid. And a massive gaping hole. But regardless, that's it, yeah. The drowning was all right, though. It was better, better, better than nothing. It was just some... Loose watching after Christmas when I'm not really watching anything else. Now this one, I think you only seen the tail end of. Yeah. Possibly Boxing Day. The boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. It was Christmas Eve. It was it Christmas Eve? Yeah. Your mum put it on, and I knew nothing of it. I didn't even know it was coming on. I didn't know it was a book. I didn't. I never heard a thing about it. And it left me in absolute floods of tears. Because it was just a beautiful little story about life. And it's, it's making me emotional now just thinking about it. Because it's it's just lovely illustrations all the way through it. And it's just about a boy who doesn't know where he is. And he's trying to find his way home. And he meets a series of animals. All of which are kind of trying to do the same thing. And it's, I mean, that's, that's probably anybody that's listened to this will already have either watched it or read it or whatever, but the uh, the outshot of it is that he's constantly trying to find this this town that he can see in the distance he thinks that's his home. But then he realises that his friends are his home, the people are his home. Um, which is it's just a really simple little story, but me and your mum are just both sat in here going, <laughs> and and uh, uh, I... I messaged, I messaged Keith and I said, you should watch this. I said, I said, I just watched it and it, it moved me deeply. And he watched it and he sent me a message back and he's like, oh man, that did me in. <laughs> it's just, it was just a lovely little story. But I think that's available on iPlayer. Um, I watched uh, one that I, another one that I didn't know about, which is also on iPlayer called The Cleaner, which was very funny uh, with uh, <coughs> Greg Davis. Um, the the head, yeah. head teacher from in between us, and I think he's mostly known for Taskmaster now, which I never really watched. He's also in Cuckoo, and Cuckoo, of course, yes, um, which was horrible after the first couple of seasons. Uh, it 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 lost its way after uh, after um, Andy Samberg. Mm. Andy Samberg was Cuckoo. It was kind of pointless after that, even though Thingy was very funny in it. Um, they, Lana. <laughs> yeah, Lana. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the cleaner is Greg Davis is a kind of overweight, um, getting old crime scene cleaner who is very good at his job. But everybody's like, "You're just a cleaner." And he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm a crime scene cleaner." And every different crime scene he goes to, he seems to meet one person or another that is either really disturbed or needs help in some way. And so it starts off as a comedy, but in the end, it's got, it's got always got a bit of a, a bit of a message or a purpose. And it was really good, actually. There's only seven episodes, like half an hour each, and they were all 
uh, all the other people who are in it are really good uh, actors and they're, they're just good little stories well worth a watch um, <clears throat> I think it is you my sunshine Spick and Plotty well Spick and Plotty <laughs> first of all let him decamp his Udi <laughs> I'm just doing it Rick and Marty I must have talked about it last time. I might have talked about the end last time, but I don't like You talk, talked about the, the new series that was just starting, I think. And then it kept on going and it was still brilliant. And then it was the holiday and to the Harris. Holiday. Oh, yes. In Harris, in which I realised it was uh, on hiatus until uh, December, I think. Or November, one of them. Mm. Probably November, I think. And... Then I came back from the holiday and then I watched it and it was brilliant, all of it. Honestly, the last couple of episodes were still kind of weird, but they were very good. Did ask the question that what would happen if, uh, if you dropped a lightsaber perfectly vertical? What do you think would happen? If you dropped it perfectly vertical? Yeah. It'd go through the floor? Exactly. Well, yeah. I had to go stop it before I went into the S-Core. Ah, right, because keep going because it's that strong. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just it was just very strange. It started off the arc of the next season, but it just... Nah, I think the start of the season was a lot better. The start in the middle was a lot better than the end. But if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. It's brilliant. I still need to have a pickle, Rick, actually. But then again, I still have that many <laughs> you characters. You can have a pickle, Rick. Yeah, I'm going to have a pickle, Rick. I've still got, I've still got Mordecai and Rigby. need to watch Rick and Mordecai after. Um, Breaking Bad. Sorry, we just um, went off on one there. I started talking about me, me um, cartoon leg again because it's all it's all things that I'm having everything tattooed on my leg that Corey used to watch when he was younger, but I'm not going as far as in the Night Garden or Ben Ten. <laughs> no, I don't remember anything from Ben Ten, and in the Night Garden, all I can remember is Papa and the TV. So it's basically Gravity Falls, Adventure Time, Rick and Morty, regular show. Is there any more? I think that was most of them, wasn't it? Um, yes. But, but yeah, that's, that's, that's besides the point. So, uh, yeah. Joe Back Florsman. Who's he? Joe Back Florsman. <laughs> well, it's actually a very sad little show. Yeah, it's, a, it's a brilliant show, but it's very sad. It's also quite psychological, in a way. Well, first of all, it starts with Bojack Horseman, of course, because that's his name. It's not Bojack. It's not Joe Beck Horseman. It's Bojack Horseman because he's a man who's a horse. The half, half of the show is that they try to put animals into society and it works brilliantly. Yeah. But it starts with an old uh, actor from like the 80s. It was on one sitcom. It's called Horsing Around because he was a dad to a couple of kids <laughs> in a sitcom. And now it's over to his life. He's got a nice house, but he's just sad. He can't really do anything. Uh, and he wakes up and he's got just a little guy on his couch. His name is Todd. He's just a normal teenager, I think. Todd? Jesse Plemons? Actually, funny enough, it is Aaron Paul. Oh, yeah, he said that. He said Todd that. Chavez is Aaron Paul. I'm pretty Todd. sure he did, actually. Todd Chavez. I'm pretty sure they did actually get an award for it, because he was very good in it. I've, not, I've not seen it. So it is, 
It's very good. It just keeps on. Uh, it's more around the fact that he's a depressed horse, <laughs> and he's getting into different movies, different things. He's trying to get back into his past. I, I haven't. I heard that the ending is very sad, but I'm only on season three out of five, so it's it's gonna get a lot better hopefully. This is very strange right now, but it's still very good. So I think I have. I think I have. So to watch Joe McFlossman. Watch Joe McFlossman. I still have one more that I just remembered about. There's probably a load that I've actually forgotten, but um, we can cover them another time. Um, Tulsa King, which uh, I don't think I covered it on the last one because I don't think it was on then. Yeah, I think it's the first like TV serial drama that I've ever seen Stallone in. I think he, uh, it's the same writer whose name escapes me at the moment, Tyler, Tyler something, Tyler Sheridan, Durden. or Taylor Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan, Tyler Durden, <laughs> definitely one of them, um, who is the writer on Yellowstone, and is also the the writer on the new, the kind of prequel to Yellowstone, which I think is called 1923. Which has some fantastic actors in it. It's, um, I think it's meant to be the. Uh, I know this is not what I'm meant to be speaking about, but um, 1923 is meant to be John Dutton's great grandfather when he first got the ranch. But it's Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. What a fantastic pairing. So I will watch that, and I would hazard a guess that it's going to be a mile better than Yellowstone because. You've just got those two actors straight off the bat there. Well, how could it not be? But anyway, I'm actually talking about Tulsa King, which was written by the same guy. So basically the premise is <clears throat> Stallone. Stallone. I can't, I, can't, I can't go deep enough to do Stallone. I don't think I really can apart from Stallone. He's, he's a mafia guy, an ex-capo. Well, he's still a capo, but he's... Um, I love your mafia. He, I love my mafia. He's... Um, he's took one for the team and gone down for 25 stretch. Everybody thought he was going to fold, but he never did. He spent the entire 25 years, never ratted on anyone. And when he comes out, he's like 73, although he looks nothing like, because he is actually 73, but he looks nothing like it whatsoever. He's still built like a rack. Um, he's, if you ask me, I think he's got more handsome. He looks, he's got a great, he's got like a little <laughs> grey goatee beard. He looks awesome, really snappy. Suit. So that's just a lot, um, but basically, the the like that. Um, there's not really any place for you here now. You need to go to Tulsa. You can go and start up a racket in Tulsa. And he's like, where the hell's Tulsa? And and um, so basically, that's the they want shut of him basically. So he goes off to do his own thing in Tulsa and builds up a little crew there of unlikely unlikely people but it's, it's it's quite sad as well because he's lost his while he was in jail he's lost all his family his wife's married to somebody else his uh his daughter won't speak to him uh and his brother's just died and it's a it's a, it's a very under it's a, there's a very dark undertone to it but there's lots of funny bits as well oh, i hate to interrupt i have just i was looking at what his actual age was First of all, he's 76. 76, is it? Second of all, I didn't know that his first name was Michael. Michael Stallone? And third of all, I just came up and said, what did Sylvester Stallone suffer from? Mm. I don't know, they suffered from something. 
complications for doing labour forced his mother's obstetricians to use two pairs of forceps during his birth. The misuse of these forceps accidentally severed a nerve and caused paralysis in parts of his face. Because of his... So that makes a lot of because sense. Because the bottom part of his lip was always going out like that, which is why he speaks like he speaks. That, yeah. was, that was like a northern version of, uh, of Stallone. Yeah. I always thought that's what made him quite handsome, like the kind of bit of a spongly face. That's <laughs> what's wrong with his big spongly face. So. But um, Tulsa King's good, it's worth a watch. There's only been about four of them so far, I think, so we're still to watch the rest of it. What was your favourite show of of um, the last year? 22, some might say. Well, I have a little tier list. <laughs> Now, it's not one in which you will cry on. It's just one in which we rank. The, actually, you said show. This is movies. Well, that's all right. Go. It, it doesn't matter, but really. What's your favourite thing? Shows quickly would probably be number one, Rick and Morty. Number two, Big Mouth. And everything else is not there because I didn't watch much. Good mouth. I just rewatched stuff, really. Yeah. But... I've been quite a bit of that as well. Top five movies... Go for it. Of 2022. Yeah. Number five. The Menu. Yeah, that was very good. But I didn't want to put it at four because I don't think it was good Should enough. Should we speak about The Menu? I don't think we spoke about The Menu, yet, have we? Shut up. <laughs> Number four. Castaway. Talk yeah. about this on the last podcast. We did. Brilliant. Yeah. Number three. American Psycho. American Fisco. Yeah. I need to say Fisco. There's no H. I know. <laughs> American Fisco. Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. Amazing actor, perfect film. <laughs> Number two, The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I can't believe you've not that back to second, but it's everybody to their own. Morgan Freeman, also a brilliant actor. With who, who played? Oh, he's the best. Yeah. You know what? His name was right there then. It was right there. Some say on the tip of the tongue, but it wasn't until it was on the tip of my brain. Um, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. <laughs> I don't know where that one came from. That was from the depths. Uh, it has been... Well, I have seen a lot of... I've been looking at a lot of people's movie tour lists on TikTok, and I hate how objective people are. With what? They're all like... If somebody, somebody puts, like, a Harry Potter film in the top five... Yeah. Yes, so that's just for example. They don't how dare you? Just go like, you think that Harry Potter's this good? This is preposterous. It's, it's, no. It's, that, it's what that should be, to you. That should be Interstellar. Uh, or everybody loves Interstellar for some reason on TikTok. Interstellar's the number one movie. I didn't quite I, I didn't quite get it. It confused me too much. It's not really like space movies. It's a good space movie, but it's kind of it, it deals with a kind of time loop thing which always starts to fry my brain. Uh, but like like I just said to you there about the, your favourite film is your favourite film it's not mine I know it doesn't matter well, if it's the worst film on earth it's Harry still Potter the is your film. number one film and you've not put Interstellar or The Truman Show both amazing films now The, tr- now the Truman Show is brilliant but it's not it one of the brilliant. best films ever made I know it's, it's, uh, everything should weigh our soul look at my favourite film what is my favourite film Dark City ah. Dark City has disappeared off the face of the earth. It's one of the films that nobody knows about, nobody ever talks about, because uh, I am going to have a Dark City tattoo with this kind of concentric circles, which is like the symbol of the movie, or the symbol of the strangers. And um, 
I watch it on average about 20 times a year. And I'm not joking. And I don't know what it is I love about it. There's just something I do ever since the first time I watched it. But it's it's one that, considering it was directed, it was the film after The Crow by the same director. And just some people have watched it here and there, but it's not really in anyone's consciousness. And I love it. It's just, I, I just hate people on TikTok who go, what was it called? Well, you don't think The Whiplash was the best movie that you've ever seen? You don't deserve to live. <laughs> That's just every flipping social it was, media. It was good. That. You're just an artistic... That could say that in any different way if you're on TikTok, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> just some sort of... poncy man. I, I just don't... Yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I, I don't com- like it. I've come off pretty much all social media. The only time I go on social media now is when I post this podcast. Yeah. Just so that I can let people know that we've done one. <laughs> That's the only reason I will ever go on. But the rest of it, it just... I have got... I've, I've grown a hatred, such a hatred for all these pompous people that just spend their lives putting people down and really hurting people with words that they don't need to say. I'll never say anything bad to anybody on the league except if they say to me purposefully, you're the worst, you should uninstall the game. Yeah. Then, then I will. Then I will go and team fight them. But apart from that, it's 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 just like the message of Elf. There's just so much flipping negativity in the world that there's absolutely no need for. There's just no need for some. I I seen something just the other day because I do frequent Instagram here and there, and uh, one of them it was a it was a guitarist and it's like this guy is a legend. And it was this guy doing a warm-up, and it was all... It was amazing. And then everybody on there was like, there's a three-year-old in my school that does it better than that. And I'm like, can you not just appreciate the man's talent? Why do you have to have a go? Just appreciate the fact that some people are good at things. Don't have a go just because you're not good at it. Have you ever seen the guy who's got two guitars that strapped together? Yeah. That's Steve Vai. And he can play, like, to the fire and the flames on it. Oof. Anyone that can play through the fire and the flames. Yeah, you can play like, it on Jill, so it plays like that. They're just both they're stuck together in the middle. But yes, and number two is Shawshank because it's brilliant. Yeah. And I recently did, I've been telling Joseph to watch Shawshank for years almost, and he finally watched it. And he said that he was watching it with his papa and he was just sitting there like this. He was sitting there crying his eyes out. And number one is Fight Club, obviously. Yeah, I think you liked Fight Club. <laughs> no good I'm glad you like a movie that much I'm glad you put just back to liking movies thing, because you went off them for a wee while the thing I do not get is how I can I can say like 50 movies that came out in the last two days and you've watched all of them yeah I'm pretty you've watched like everything uh, you see the thing is you see when I uh, certainly when oh, I go when you find the time when I go to bed um, like I, I do stay up and game here and there but when I go to bed um, at the same time as your mum, your mum is uh, a straight to sleep. Uh, usually she'll go on the top ticks for a wee minute and then she's fast asleep. But I don't. I, I've always been a night owl, so I yeah. watch. I watch things before I go to sleep. So generally, I will have a any new movie that's out. That is a that is a slight snag I've had recently. Snaggers. I have to. I said that like three times already. What times? I have to pay attention to League, which I don't like because I usually watch something. I usually watch a, 
I, I need to specifically find a background program that, that I can just listen to. Because I, I prop up my phone in front of my monitor setup. I, I don't actually put it on my second monitor because that uses Wi-Fi and then I play badly. Ah, that's bullshit. I, I, can only, I can only use my second oh, monitor. Second monitor? There's a bit of extra news. Yes, I did get a second monitor. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I, I only watch stuff on that when I'm playing something that doesn't require a lot of Wi-Fi or requires no Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like a grinding game, like a single player. I will watch that on the second screen. You do, otherwise, I watch it on my phone. You do kind of consume... Uh, like you say that I watch so many movies, you consume things at such an alarming rate. That's because rate. I would like to watch a movie. But Other you have things to play can, while you're doing I would like to watch a movie. I, when I watch a movie, I watch it... I watch it, or I watch it with a game that doesn't require a lot of attention. attention. Yeah. When I'm watching a TV show... I take in absolutely every single detail while still playing the thing. Because most TV shows are just stupid. That's yeah, true. Um, I, I'm, I'm the same as you, but with podcasts. You watch, why do you think I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine so much? It requires zero brain power. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the perfect thing. I've watched Friends five times. Nobody needs to pay attention to Friends because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. The true. Big Bang Theory is just something to watch. Yeah, that's kind of the And same. I've watched Brooklyn... That's actually the very last bit of the TV shows, almost. Yeah, I've, st- I've uh, um, I'm on my 60th anniversary of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I think I'm officially going to stop watching it. Well, I think you should. I should. It's. I think. Sh- I don't think it's right for somebody to... How many seasons was there? Seven. I don't think it's right eight, for somebody eight, to know every eight. word of seven seasons of a programme. You could tell me any episode and I could tell you all of the events in a timeline of what happened. <laughs> well, um, I have uh, my best show, I think... The thing that I really, really enjoyed last year um, was Resident Alien. Yeah. Because it was just hilarious from start to finish. But it did have a, a nice little a, a nice little serious bit about looking after the Earth. Because basically he, he was here. He, every, everybody was like, no, you're here to destroy us. And he's like, I'm not, I'm here to save you. You're the ones destroying it, not me. I have to. I have to destroy you before you destroy the Earth, which is entirely true, and we all need to sort it out. But we never will because we're idiots and we're just no, going to walk won't. blindly into the. Apocalypse. I think people who actually care and have a lot of money can. There's something to fix it, or it's not going to be fixed, which is probably. Ah, uh, the people who have got all that money is generally the people whose money come from, oil and fossil fuels. Did you, and did you they care? don't care as long as they get the money. It's the start in construction, in, like Saudi Arabia or something. For some extremely futuristic, like, housing. Oh, I've seen that. It's I've a, seen that a wee while back, yeah. Oh, I've got to talk about it, yeah. It's like massive, long buildings, really tall, yes. I did see that, yeah. Construction has begun in Saudi Arabia. It was meant to be big, huge 750 lines. billion, which Saudi Arabia have, to be fair. They're yeah. a very rich country, because they have so much resources. Because of the oil. Well, house 9 million people. Yeah. 1,640 feet tall, 75 miles long. Powered by 100% renewable energy. Yeah. And no hunger no un- or unemployment. Everything you need is in a five-minute walk. Well, that's the thing. If, if, if we want to survive, that's the kind of thing that we're going to have to start looking People at. People will say, oh, it, it's too futuristic. That would just be a sad life. You have a sad life anyways, to be fair. That's... We'd rather have it without hunger and always having uh, employment. Uh, it's just adding on to your life, I think. But um... People will always disagree with it, so... 
Yeah, so I think my favourite one was Resident Alien. Um, I've, I've, we've not got too much more. I'll just cover these last few bits because we're up to an hour and a half almost already. Um, podcasts, the only the only new things I've been to listening podcasts. to is... I've been listening to one called Seven Pillars with Alan Davis, who speaks like that all the time. I've still to this day not like, listened to an actual podcast. Power on. <laughs> um Seven Pillars is Alan Davis talking to different celebrities and people um, about seven things that have happened in their life that made them or, 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 or things that are really memorable to them. Um, one of my favourite ones was with Bobby Goggins. Bobby Goggins. <laughs> um, and it's just, it, the way, well, Walton Goggins, as his real name is, yeah. the way he comes across is just... Uh, lots of the things you see him in and every time you see him on a chat show or anything, he's just a kind of really, he's a bit of a Matthew McConaughey type fella. He's just really, he's really well, he, he, it's like he's singing when he speaks to you and you just want to listen to him and he's just kind of like, I do this and I do that and it's it just sounds like he has a really That's, sweet life. You know the guy that I was watching, like commentate the slap like tournaments on YouTube? The yeah, air. yes. He is, he is widely regarded as one of the best YouTubers because he has, he just, he's got the most monotone voice ever. He's, you'd think his voice would be hard to listen to, but he's just so extremely fun to listen to. I still think, every time I hear this podcast back, I think my voice is so incredibly boring. My voice is more boring, to be fair. No, I think my voice is terrible. I, think I, have, I have a horrible tone. No, you have a good tone. Uh, when I listen to myself, I just think, God, speak a bit higher or something. I just start doing that from now on. Hello, everybody. My voice just cracks at <laughs> random times, so I could be hello. How are you feeling? The uh, the other podcast I've been listening to is Three Little Words, and um, every time I listen to it, it's I like the podcast itself, but it's just three words that mean a lot to whoever they're speaking to, and they go into the etymology of the words, um, what it means. And what it means to them, but the, it, it's um, Tony Pitts, who is an actor, and <laughs> and um, and uh, John Bishop, who's a actor, struck comedian, comedian first and foremost. But somehow I can do I can do an impression of both of them, so I end up whenever I listen to the podcast, I end up speaking like them both for the whole time. <laughs> Tony Pitts has got this really really deep. Yorkshire accent, and he speaks really, really low all the time. I'm, I'm having a go about myself, having a really boring tone, but Tony Pitts should definitely not do a podcast because he sounds like this all the time. And if, you, if you're listening to Tony, I do apologise. Yes, I've got I doubt that Tony Pitts is listening. Hey, you never know. You never know. I've told you before, it's the amount of people that listen to this podcast. But the other one is John Bishop, who speaks really slowly in a Scouse accent like that all the time. No, well, he wasn't. He's not really of your demographic. Um, But it's a good podcast, regardless. Um, And, uh, oh no, you've still got gaming to do here. But um, music, I'm not going into any new music. I'm just going to go over the gigs that we've been to this year, even though I can't remember them all. We went to Fleet Foxes at the O2. Yes. Which is always tremendous. Um, we went to Within Temptation and Evanescence, which was great. Well, Within Temptation was great. Evanescence was considerably poor because she can't sing. 
Um, Isn't that sad? Well, she thinks she can sing, but you wanted to. Uh, you, uh, I I implore anybody listening to this podcast. So, Kev, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Kev and the cousins, go onto YouTube and Google "Going Under Live" by Evanescence in Glasgow or wherever on this last uh, tour. Um, Kids, you won't find this interesting. Don't bother. No, but if you want to listen to somebody sing really badly, listen to Amy Lee try to sing "Going Under" because it's it's. Back in the day, it was quite high. It was kind of, it was like, going under. But um, she's like, going under. She just, she just can't get it out anymore. I don't know why. Because some of the songs she did wonderfully. And some of them, she just, her voice just broke. It was terrible. She's a might be. She might be, on, might be on 60 Charleston a day. I don't even know where a Charleston is. I just thought it sounded like a good name for a fag. Music. Not that kind of fag. What else did we go to see first aid kit? Uh, we all went to see First Aid Kit in the O2. You went to see it in and Halifax. me and Mum went to see them in Halifax, which was tremendous because it was we'd never been to Halifax and it was a really nice place. We spent too long there, unfortunately, because of the car problems, which I think I spoke of previously. Uh, but it was the most expensive gig we've ever been to because it cost us £900. Well, That was music, because of the broken car. What's happened to me in music is I just listened to a lot of MF Doom. That's about it. Um, or I listened to much else. I was in the... 0.001% tile of... Well, I listened to five different bands. I listened to MF Doom, uh, Victor Vaughn. Who's Victor Vaughn? I, I listened to Mad Villain. I listened to Mad Villainy. I listened to Metal Face Doom, who are all MF Doom, but different artists for some reason. So you listen to the same person under different names? Mad Villainy and Mad Villain are both just him and his producer. Victor Vaughn is just him not being him for some reason. <laughs> and Emerton is Emerton. So I don't really know. But I've not really listened to uh, a great deal of new stuff this year. You've listened to Emerton. Brilliant. Apart from when well like I said to you, I heard it through the through the bathroom window the other day and it sounded like kind of old school run DMC style rap. It's very good. Um but Apart from the, there's genius. there's probably a million that your mum that your mum would put on there, um, and your mum has bought tickets this year for about thirty bands already. Uh, yeah. One of which is Kiss, which yes. I mean, it, you never know when you're never going to be able to see Kiss again because they're all in the flipping seventies. I don't know how they're not dead. To be fair, <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were dead. <laughs> oh no, they still fly across the stage in six inch high boots. And full face makeup. And not one of them looks over flipping 50. It's I crazy. Don't, I don't know how... Saying that, they have got the faces painted, so... They're yeah, probably, filling in, probably filling in all the cracks with potty and then just yeah. painting over the top of it. All the wrinkles just <laughs> painted over. Um, what's the one that me and have listened to a lot this year? Um, it's, a, it's a country band that is pr- a proper country band. Won't you follow me, honey? Where down to pick it back? Just bring on down the rain. You have a stroke. <laughs> it may seem that way, uh, but oh, I don't know why the names escape me. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the next podcast. But they're, but they're very good. Those people that I just didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, random people. 
and I think that that's me really for music for this year. So gamage, gamage is all yours. Give me the page. Wrap it up in five minutes. These people have been through enough. This is our longest podcast of date almost. I got a lot of games for Christmas. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I recently watched the anime on Netflix and it was brilliant. It was one of the best things I've saw in a while. People did not think it would be, but it's amazing. It got people to start playing the game again because Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was one of the most anticipated launches of ever, almost. It was buggy, I believe. And it was extremely buggy, and everybody hated it, and it was looked down upon. But now that it's two years later, it's a lot better. So I played it, and it's brilliant. It's amazing. Sekiro and Dark Souls 3. Both made by the creators of Elden Ring. Same as Dark Souls 1, 2. What was that? It was either a tooth or the The other one who keeps on breaking that pen thing. I just broke it. Stop breaking it. That's the only way you can put the pen off. I know, I know. I just noticed that. <laughs> uh, I stop biting Demon things. Souls and also Bloodborne. They made Sekiro and Dark Souls 3. From software. Uh, Do you think Sekiro. they made a Swedish one called Bloodborne? just have to say that name. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could play Bloodborne actually. It's only on PlayStation. Just to interrupt you with a really annoying fact. What? Did you know that not all of ABBA are Swedish? I didn't know I was Swedish. I <laughs> <laughs> don't understand They are renowned as like the biggest thing to come out of Sweden ever. I don't, I don't, um, I'm not very tuned into the ABBA but, scene. Sorry. <laughs> What's ABBA backwards? Shut up. Go on. To Palindrome. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's Agnetha is her name. The blonde one. Oh, it used to be blonde. Probably grey now. Um, she's Danish. Uh, she's, um, she's Norwegian. Not many see people that. Agnetha's quite a Norwegian name. Not, uh, not many people know that. But. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Uh, Sekiro, I've just like stopped playing it. It's so extremely hard. I'm on like the second easiest boss in the game and I can't beat it. Uh, Dark Souls 3 is also brilliant. It's also extremely hard. High on Life, I recently got off Game Pass. I've watched you play this. It's high on Life. Insane. I love High on Life. It's just you get transported into an alien world with a gun that talks to you, who is... What's his name? Um, a bouncing dog bone? I felt to throw something against the floor for a purpose, but... Something that wouldn't cause such an impact. This is not got, yeah, it's not got very much noise, is it? <laughs> uh, yes, and it's very much, like, most of the people in it are all voiced by Justin Roiland. Uh... Justin Roiland made Rick and Morty, is Rick and Morty, and is most people in all of his games, which is, it's a Squanch Games, I think. You can very much tell it's him. It's called, it's called Squanch, because I think it's called Squanch anyway, because one of the characters in Rick and Morty is called Squanch, and they just say Squanch a lot. The gun. Which actually means something horrible. The gun is a little animal. It's the people. The, the gun's a to- person. The, that talks to you. Actually... The girl gun was somebody from break uh from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Which one? You won't remember. <laughs> uh, the normal main gun is. Uh, well, it's Justin Welling. Morty. He's kind of a Morty. And actually, the the gun that I just got is. Doug Judy. Judy. This is Doug Judy. I believe, actually. It's either him or Agent Clappers, I can't remember. 
But Agent Clappers. You are. <laughs> but uh, I also just got another gun, and I think he's, I think he's got mental issues. The, the gun doesn't say anything. The, the gun just looks traumatised and it doesn't say anything apart from, let's do it. <laughs> now that was a better impression of Stallone. He does. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, like an, he's like an icon to all of the guns. He's like some sort of legend. I don't I don't know why. I'm still trying to figure out what the name of that band was. This thing's the big offence is. You won't be like, how can you not remember? We've listened to the, the album about 70 times. What are they called? I, I, don't, I don't want to come out of the thing and mess up the record to check on Spotify. Yeah, but his his name is just Let's Do It. And that's yeah. that's all he says. Well, that makes sense. He's yeah. some sort of legendary guy. Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to get him to say it. But... Right. You might have to turn your volume up. Yeah, no, I, I'm trying to find where he says it. But I don't actually know if he's good yet. I've not got it. It does sound a bit Stallone. That is definitely Stallone. That's that's all it says. But it's just a brilliant game. It's absolutely no concept, but it's brilliant. Uh, obviously, League. I've been talking about League. League is brilliant. I love League. And we're just about to play a game that I've just saw that was came out on Game Pass, and I'm going to play it. I'm what, going to make you play it, and I'll uh, play it. So. Ju- just as one last note, what, what was that thing that we played last week? Possibly the slowest game I've ever played, ever. Two men in prison. One with a giant nose. Way out. <laughs> that was weird. Way out, but we haven't actually been able to We play still it. haven't finished we downloading haven't, it. We haven't been able to play it anymore of it because we have to download it first. Yeah. And... Um, Yes, I'm going to admit it here and now. I've got a problem. I have played some Fortnite. I'm a, I'm utterly terrible at it. Even though I have, won, I've, I've won a few, but um, there's only there's one thing that I say every time I ever go on to Fortnite. There must be one time every fifty games that uh, every fifty matches, I should say, that um, there just happens to be uh, somebody that's worse than me, and I manage to win. <laughs> that's about the that's about the size of it, but I think at one at one minute at one minute one hour forty two minutes. If you've listened to this right to the end, my hat get is, help. My hat is off to thee, and um, it's a good job we don't do many because you're gonna need a couple of months off after listening to all this nonsense, which is exactly why it's you've, called what it's called. You've listened to it too much, to be fair. So before we get to an hour and three quarters. We will leave you in peace. Thank you for listening. If anybody would like to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us on all the socials under Nonsense Cast. And thank you once again. So from I and the Corey. Hello. <laughs> did you just say hello? Yeah. <laughs> we will speak to you next time. Thank you for listening.